Hi again, I'm Melanie Hirshhorn, the digital content creator and marketing strategist and coach for women business owners. And welcome back to another episode of VIP Access. VIP stands for Visibility, Impact, Profit. And this podcast will get you inspired and fired up about content creation and marketing yourself and your brand. Each week, you'll get marketing and mindset strategies, actionable tips, and the motivation you need to land more clients, nurture your leads, and position yourself as an expert in your industry. We also go behind the scenes with powerful women in business to discuss strategies, messaging, and more. My mission is to empower you to stop spinning your wheels and to make your mark with your marketing. Ready to wow your ideal client and create a community of raving fans? Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, and welcome back to VIP Access. I'm Melanie Hirshhorn. Today, I'm talking with Kelly Irving. She helps change makers author work that matters and makes an impact. As a best-selling book coach, editor, and creator of the Expert Author Academy, she nurtures authors from idea to implementation with camaraderie and firm but friendly butt-kicking built into every step. So she uses aggressive creativity, intelligent observation, and practical audacity to unearth the wisdom of every author's story because she can find the truth behind your work and the clarity in your message. And I am super excited that she woke up so early to talk with me because she is literally on the other side of the globe. So welcome, Kelly. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks, Melanie. I feel like I should say g'day, but that would be a bit of a stereotype. It's okay. You know, I grew up in Canada. So every time I say that to somebody, they go, oh, Canada, eh? <laughs> Haven't heard that before. So thank you. <laughs> yes. I think, I think here we say something, we make jokes about shrimp on the Barbie all, as well. So yeah, you, yeah. feel free to throw that out if you like. Yes. No, it's awesome to be here. Thank you so much. So you do what so many people need desperately because those of us with a, a burning desire to write a book that's going to make an impact and we don't know where to start. I mean, you literally take our hand and walk us down the path to being a published author. Why don't you talk a little bit about what are some of the things that people say to you when they're kind of apprehensive about starting? What are some of the things you hear the most? Who am I to write a book? Mm. I'm not a good writer. Will anyone read my book? What's the point of my book? I'm not sure if I can focus on my idea. It needs to be the best book. The list goes on. <laughs> and yet these people are coming to you. So they really want to write the book. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I mean, I think that's an interesting place to start because, I mean, if you look even in the context of last year, you know, and who is writing books and why we're writing books, you know, it doesn't actually matter what is happening in the world. If there's a pandemic, whatever, people write books. And I think it's an underlying, but my, my what I've seen and observed, especially I'd say probably over the last year because of what's been going on in the world, if you truly want to write a book and it's in your heart, you move heaven and earth to do it. It actually doesn't matter what's happening externally. It doesn't matter if you've got partners at home. 
if you're homeschooling, all of that kind of stuff. So the things that I often hear, you know, like, oh, I don't know if I have enough time, you know, all of these fears, you know, that we talked about, do I have enough time? Can I prioritise this? Will people read it? Blah, blah, blah. That's actually the challenge that people are grappling with. It is actually not, I don't know how to write a book. It's actually the fears that they come up against to do it. So in a lot of ways, they're excuses. They just don't realise that they're using it because time is finite. And if it's something, once you get that connection and you make that click and you're, yep, you take that first step and it's that leap and this is what I want to do and I'm going to do it, you make all the pieces move to actually do it. Hmm. And what's neat is that you give them the strategy, obviously. I mean, you can take them through writing a book, but so much of what you do must be coaching on mindset too. Yeah. I mean, I talk about, you know, the why, the what, and the how. So a lot of people, when they come to me, they're after the how. How do I start? Right. How do I do this? How do I put a structure behind it? How do I say what I want to say? How do I get my angle down? And then what do I write? what do I say here? What do I this? But actually the one thing that you have to always address, and this is probably a big part of my coaching and what no one else can actually give you, it has to be in that internal motivation is why. Yes. And so a lot of the work, like I can, I could tell you tomorrow, you could spend probably 15 minutes with me, tell me what your idea is. And I could tell you in 15 minutes, what you should write and how you should write it. Boom. There you go. Go away and do it. But the one thing even I can't tell you is why you should do it. Mm, Okay. Well, what are some of the reasons? I mean, for me, which I'm currently writing, my why is that I want to help more people with book content marketing. And I know that if I write a book about it, I can reach more people and help more people. So what are some of the whys that you hear? I mean, they must span so many different reasons. Yeah, and I think it's, you know, why seems like a really simple question. Like you just answered it in in two minutes. But it's actually going deeper than that yeah. as well. And I think there's there's part and parcel. There's almost like two roles in a book. There's you as the author, but there is also your audience. And that's kind of, you know, my role is this conduit between author and audience. And you always start a book with that question why for the author. Like, why do you want to do it? And you need to almost drop into that deeper level because we all have a story. We all have knowledge. We all have expertise that we want to share with other people. But what does that actually mean? And what would be some really specific goals around that would make that journey worthwhile? So it's meaningful for you as well as getting to that point of creating meaningful content for somebody else and audience. So there's almost two levels of why. And it's interesting, I run an exercise around this a lot in my coaching community. And every time I do this, you know, it's sort of like your classic five whys, um, you know, well, why are you really writing? Why are you, why are you really, really writing? Why are you really, really, really writing? <laughs> yeah. Every time I do this exercise, it's really interesting. It's like we start with this, this, you know, wanting to share, wanting to do this. And the deeper people drop into it, it actually turns into about their audience and why their audience should care and what's in it for a, for a person. So we sort of, I find it interesting to look at because it's it's kind of like a, in a lot of ways, without it being ego, it is about ego. It's like your ego suddenly drops away 
and you're actually drop into a space where you start thinking about what's in the story for somebody else. What would make it meaningful connection for them? What would make an impact for them? What is, you know, their their issue or the challenge and that specific thing that you're actually helping? Um, and so it's interesting because you have to start with you because you have to sit down at the computer and you have to write your book. So you have to have that burning desire of I want to make an impact. I want to share this with other people. But then equally you've got to drop into that space of understanding, well, what's in it for somebody else and mm-hmm. why should they care? It, it's kind of about having tangible goals as well as that deeper level. And, and I think this is really important in the book space because, you know, everybody wants to be a bestseller. Everybody wants to, you know, sell as many copies as they can, et cetera, et cetera. And there's a lot of hacks and a lot of just guff out there on this stuff. And that doesn't, I mean, I think a lot of it, when you've got a burning desire to write a book and when you've got a burning desire to create meaningful content and connection for people, that stuff leaves, is it like an empty promise? Like what does it mean when you get it? It doesn't mean a lot for a lot of people. What What matters is actually you know, that feeling of when a lot of people talk about when they give their book to someone or they get a random message back through LinkedIn that, they, you know, some person that they don't know and they tell them how their work affected them, et cetera, et cetera. That's actually what we're chasing. Um, and, and I think that's really important in terms of that why in those contexts of goals. So I kind of see that because a, a lot of the stuff out there is about, you know, a book is a business tool. And, and people talk about it being, you know, your best marketing tool. Um, in Australia, there's kind of a term where they talk about it being a, um, your best business card with thud value, you know, because you kind of throw it on the desk. And oh, have, I see. Here okay. it is. Here's me. And, and it makes a, like a, a really big thud on the desk. Here's me and, and, and here's what I can do. Yeah. And, uh, and I think it's way more than that. A book is actually a product of who you are what you do and your whole business. It actually forms, it's like one part of the ecosystem of you. Mm -hmm. And you would get this because it's all about, you know, once you've done that big body of work, you leverage that content everywhere. Like you've got so much to share through that body of work. It's kind of really incredible. Um, And so I think when people are focused on things like, you know, What's a tangible, what would make a tangible goal as well in terms of, you know, I'd love to get on a TEDx, I'd do a speaking thing on a TEDx. Right. And a book could help you with that. You know, are you going to run a workshop from it? Do you want to do keynote speaking from it? There's lots of tangible goals to kind of keep it on track that you can kind of think about to keep mm-hmm. you sort of drawn in the process. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of about finding those tangible goals as well as that intangible aspect of, and how are you going to deliver to your, your message to your audience? You know, it's such a monumental undertaking to write a book. <laughs> it's not for the faint of heart. It's really not. I mean, I can sit and type out, a, you know, bang out a blog post in 30 minutes, but to really sit and, and gather all the, like you said, your body of work and put it into this tome that you can then provide to other people. I mean, that's, that's amazing. And that's why. What happens, I, I would love to know if you find this too, but a lot of my clients come to me, they say, you know, I'm about to be published or I am published and now what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to get people to know about my book. Do you find that people, when they're writing it, 
maybe they're not so focused on anything past finishing it? Yeah, it's a great question. It's kind of, I mean, that's kind of why I do what I do in a way as well, because there are kind of six stages of a book and you could focus and, and you know, just section them off. So, you know, I talk about writing, planning, editing, design, publishing, distributing. And I think that's the thing with a lot of stuff out there. They're, they're kind of dealt with separately. But you actually need to understand the whole. And actually distributing and marketing starts before you even decide to write a book. That's right, it does. Keep going. (laughs) (laughs) And I think this is the thing, and this is, you know, it is a tricky thing. Like anybody will tell you, like, especially with writing, like it is such a huge undertaking. And then they get the book in their hands and then they get to marketing and they're like, oh, my God, like it's a, it's even harder than right. I thought it was going to be. Right. It took so much time and energy for me to write this book and now I have to market it too? I yeah. hear that a lot. And I'm like, yeah. yes, you do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And actually, I ran a coaching session on on this last week in my community about author platform and understanding what an author platform is and how you form one and what you're doing. It is actually a career-building exercise. It started before you decided to write a book and it never finishes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is about building audience for your work and you are constantly doing that no matter what. And I think what I find and what I try and, you know, encourage, you know, my clients to do as well, it's like involving your audience and people around you in the fact that you're writing a book. So we tend to like close ourselves off, not tell anybody that we're writing or that we intend to write a book because we are fearful that we might not finish. We are fearful. if we don't finish it? What if we don't finish it? (laughs) Exactly. Uh, The accountability, like you you will have people asking you, how's the book going? You know, if it's not going so well, we kind of tend to shrink. If we're not sure that what we're angle is, we don't want to like talk about our book until we're completely 100% sure. It's the same thing like going on a diet. I don't want to tell you I'm on a diet until I've at least lost five pounds, right? Exactly. What's, what's half? I mean, I know you, you probably kilos. Like what if I lost like 10 kilos? Like, whoa, look at me. But <laughs> it's, it's exactly right. And the thing is that it's an audience building exercise. So you're actually engaging people from the get go. And it's incredible. You know, when I get people to post about their books or what they're doing or who they're interviewing, even like that first commitment spell, just to tell people, hey, I'm writing a book, it is their most engaged posts. That's it right. is the most engagement that they get because it's real, it's raw, and that, and I think other people understand that, you know, what you said about it's a huge undertaking. Um, people get that, and there's so many people who want to write a book but they don't actually do it. Ever. Uh, they don't take they don't take that step or they don't finish it, et cetera, et cetera. They're always kind of working circles. So that, you know, to be able to tell someone that you're doing it and to be held accountable to it, that is actually part of building your audience and almost building that platform ready for when your book is out. Yeah. And the more you do it and the more, you know, you kind of work on it. And I think yeah, it's sort of, you know, I think in the past there's always been this perception that it's the 30-day launch period of a book. <laughs> yeah, so so that's when we start marketing. 30 days before our launch day is when we market our book and that's when all the stuff happens or sales come in or whatever it is and then that's it. No, no. it starts 
from the get-go and also it continues on. So, and, and this is why it's really important in terms of writing a really good book because you're going to have it for a long period of time. That's right. Yeah, that's where all the value is. It's not something that you just have for six months. Like, you know, this is why we have books on our bookshelves. This is where you get that opportunity to leverage your content everywhere. It's about seeing it as a long-term process. So all the data and all the stuff that comes back um, from publishers I work with and clients that I work with, they sell more books a year after their book these days than they do in that 30-day launch period. Isn't that so interesting? More books a year later than in that 30-day launch period. I often say, you know, you've published the book. It doesn't fall off a cliff. It yeah. still exists and it's there for you. And it's just like you said, it's that trajectory of growth with your marketing of leveraging your book. So, And I think that, you know, in terms of, you know, how we started talking about the fear and what your question was about, you know, oh, now I've got my book. What do I do with it? <laughs> yeah. There's so much pressure on that 30-day launch period. And there's so much pressure, oh, oh no, now I'm behind and I haven't done it and what am I going to do and I'm not going to get anywhere. I think if you reset your mindset around that fact of, no, no, don't just forget about it, you're playing the long game and, you you know, even if you, like it's never too late to begin and it's never too late to start. So even if you get to that point, if you're sitting here right now and you've got a book and you haven't done anything about it and you're freaking out about your marketing, start now, like start today. Because it might not happen in 30 days, but it might happen in 12 months. And I, you know, and I think that's a really important thing for people to remember yes. is that long time frame. And that's why you want to be have a great book because you can use it over that period of time. And it, you know, that's what's going to generate your impact and your results with people. So can you write a great book in 30 days? It depends what you qualify in terms of writing. So, <laughs> so, so let's so, dissect so, every word I just said. Okay. <laughs> no. So what I would say is like, I think the key is with writing is it's not actually about writing. It's about planning. Mm, okay. This is the step that people skip. So the more detail, and this is kind of the word. So my sweet spot is this foundational stage. And this is the stage a lot of people either get wrong or they skip over really briefly. Oh, I've, you know, I've hashed out my outline on a one-pager. On a napkin. On a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that type of thing. I know exactly who I'm talking to. My book is for leaders and CEOs or my book is for mums of, you know, kids age five, whatever it is. It's not enough. <laughs> and without a really detailed plan and a constraint around things, what happens is we start writing. And we write off on tangents and we write around in circles and we try and jam everything in. So there's actually, you know, the more you plan at the start, then the less time you're going to spend writing. It's like thinking. So writing is actually a thinking process. It's kind of like, you know, if you were going to do a speech, you know, it's pretty rare someone would just get up on stage and do a speech. They would have thought about it the night before. <laughs> they one would, would like, yes. yeah, one would hope. They would have jotted down some bullet points. You know, they would have done some thinking around it and it's probably based around a body of work that they've already got. Yeah. So you kind of, in the more time that you spend in that planning phase, then the writing phase is going to be a lot easier. So if you've got a really good solid plan and you really understand your market and your audience and why you're writing and all of this kind of stuff, could you take 30 days off and write your book? Yeah, you absolutely can. But in reality, for most people, 
doing meaningful work takes a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And I also say in that 30 days, like it'll get you to a first draft, but then you got to rework it. Mm -hmm. And editing is probably part of the process. And you could spend like six, seven, eight, nine times reworking your own work. And by the and at I, that point, you never want to read it again. I'm exactly. Sure. <laughs> totally. Ever. Ever. Ever again. No, I don't care if the comma is out of place. I never want to lay eyes on this again. So, but I wonder if, you know, often we're, we hear, you know, people who are thinking about writing a book, we hear just write, mm-hmm. just sit and write. And once you get it out on paper, then you can edit it. But it seems like that's not really a great idea because then you're going to be editing your stream of consciousness until the cows come home. Yeah, 100%. So (laughs) basically, yeah. I mean, there's there's a thread of truth to it if you've got a great plan, if you've got that foundational work. Because so so what I tend to do is like with planning, it's about big picture uh, and it's about understanding and working on audience fit, working on an avatar, working on competitor analysis, understanding the marketplace. I give people a, a framework, a structure, building your structure around it, planning out each and every chapter using a structure. So it's really detailed. When it gets to drafting, so once you've got that in place, you're ready for drafting. Drafting is very much about bum glue and writing. Okay, the what? quicker bum glue. So, do you use this concept in America? You're Never like, heard what? of this before. <laughs> I am completely confused. Go ahead. Okay, bum glue. It's like bum glue. It must be an Aussie term. Uh, yeah, putting glue on your bum and sitting on your chair and actually doing work. We don't have it. We don't. They don't sell bum glue here. You could be the first if you'd like to market that. <laughs> There's a new product line for me. Right. It comes free with your, you know, signing up to write your book. I also provide free bum glue. <laughs> yeah. So bum glue is that ability of sit- just sitting on your chair and writing mm-hmm. and not getting distracted and just doing the writing. So if you write your draw, you know, if you can write a first draft using your plan quickly, as quickly as you can, then it buys you time to do all that editing work and the refining afterwards. So I talk about you know, as an editor, like I'm not necessarily a good writer. I've never attributed myself to being a good writer. I am an excellent editor. So what I have learned to do in my past writing career, the thing is it's not about how you write. It's not about writing craft and that's what's wrong with a lot of write stuff out there. You don't need to learn how to be a good writer. You just need to have good thoughts and ideas. What you do need is a system and a structure for getting stuff out of your head. And once you've got words on a page, it's a lot easier to work with and manage. So if you think about, I I often use the analogy of a jigsaw. It's like having all your pieces, you know, the jigsaw puzzle in front of you. Mm -hmm. The issue is you don't have an image that you're working towards putting those puzzle pieces together. Right. You're at a disadvantage. You don't have the cover of the box. You don't have the cover of the box or you've got a blindfold on. So you've got to move around those jigsaw pieces and form that final image. And that's kind of, you know, part of the the tricky thing about it. So as much as you plan, it is still an iterative process. Mm -hmm. It is still something that, you know, you're still always working on. You're always still refining your audience. You're always still 
working on this stuff as you go. So without the plan, you don't have that constraint. So you know what you're saying about that. Oh, I'm just going to just sit down and write everything. <laughs> well, great. You'll have like absolutely everything on a page. It's just going to be a nightmare to discern who the book is for, what the angle of the book is, you know, all of that type of stuff. So that's not going to work. But if you've got a constraint, then it allows you that time to generate words quite quickly according to the plan. And then that allows you time for that rework stage. Okay. So how can people learn more about working with you and having a really great plan? (laughs) (laughs) I'd love to invite people to a workshop that I'm running. So I'll be running through some five strategies that I use, which actually helps people discern how they put a plan into place. What are those things that they think about? But all details are on my website, so kellyirving.com. And anybody who wants to have a chat, I'm more than happy to just reach out. Okay, wonderful. And she will have bum glue for you. (laughs) Yeah, free bum glue. (laughs) Free bum glue. That's hilarious. I love that. I'm going to use that from now on. Kelly, thank you so much for being here today. This has been such a fun chat and I'm going to get myself some bum glue for sure. Thanks, Melanie. (laughs) You've written a book. Now what? If you're ready to implement a simple content marketing strategy to create buzz around your book and your brand, schedule your free sparkles and strategy call with me, Melanie Hirshhorn, at contentstrategycall.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of VIP Access. We can't let the fun end here. To find out how engaging your content is, take the content quiz at mycontentquiz.com. Plus, you're invited to join our private Facebook group at vipdigital.live slash community, where you'll get live trainings and other great tips all about digital marketing. And if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave me a rating and review. This tells iTunes that you found the show helpful and they'll share it with more women business owners just like you. Thank you so much for listening.